welcome to Champion Circle Podcast. We have a mandate to reach the world with the gospel of Jesus Christ because your life matters to God. Grab a Bible and get set to receive a personal word from the Lord as you listen to this timely and spirit-filled message. Here is today's message. Of course, we've been on the mountain understanding the cause and the cure of ungodliness, except you are new. Otherwise, you must have heard a lot of things concerning the cost of ungodliness. The cost of ungodliness. So, why do we excise ourselves unto, unto godliness? Looking at that, understanding the cause and cure of ungodliness has become our running title and under it we have why do we exercise ourselves unto godliness and we also have been seeing how to deal with forces of ungodliness of course the the from the fall of man man has become vulnerable to fear to death man has become vulnerable and he has also refused to be the tolerability by God. God had been tolerating man without sin. But when man sinned, he lost God's tolerability. And he became afraid without being told. Anytime you sin, sin exposes you to fear. Sin denies you of going, of, of assessing the presence of God, even though the presence is there. God didn't remove his presence from Adam. Rather, God was looking for Adam. God was looking for Adam. But anytime you sin, you are the one that brought the, the, the veil over yourself. You run for cover because you know somebody will know. You know somebody will know. And if you look at that scripture very critically in Genesis 3, that fall of man, I was, I was telling my children, and I told them, I said, why did Eve not wait for Adam? Because Adam was around. So the hastiness of sin. Okay, this thing you told me, let me wait for my husband. When my husband comes, I will find out. We'll take a decision together. So anytime you lose cancer, you are bound to sin very quickly. He pre- the thing was presented to him and he said, quickly said, it looked nice. Like I said the other time, sin may be tasty and it also poses a haste on your part. And when these two things are in place, man is bound to make a choice. So what choice have we been making? Because the bottom line of sin is man making a choice for or against. What choice have you been making? In case you thought that we have not been committing sin, I want to announce to you that the man talking to you here has been committing sin. But God delivered us. When the deliverance came, it became easy to live outside of sin. I know you have, you are struggling with it. 
The good news is that there is someone available that is beckoning on you that you can live without sin. You can live without sin. I enter a cab and the young man that day I didn't go out with my car and I, I enter a cab and the young man was called somebody and was telling the person that uh, he was in old depot. And they and were around the, around the House of Assembly. In fact, before House of Assembly, just after Central Bank. He said, I'm already, I'm already at Old Depot. And he keep saying it. And I guess he was a Christian. So my spirit was troubled. I said, well, I asked him, I said, why did you say you are at Old Depot? <laughs> you see, it's about choice. Of use of words. And I told him, I said, you could, could have done better. And he said, there's nothing wrong with it. There's nothing wrong with it. I said, okay, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I thought there was something wrong with it. But I'm sorry if you think there's nothing wrong with it. I thought you could have said you are on your way. He didn't agree with me. Then suddenly somebody inside, inside the, the, the same cab picked a phone and said, I am approaching, I am approaching NTA. I don't know whether we, look at, we can look at the statements, the, these two statements. Because we think that telling lies is not a sin. That is what we think. To him, telling lies is not a sin. And he was a Christian. And I, I, I went back to him. I said, did you see, did you hear what this man at the back just said? That he's approaching Approaching NTA. We are not yet at NTA, but we are approaching NTA. Why couldn't you have made that statement? <laughs> you see how we miss it. Everyone struggles to put some things straight at every point in time. You can afford not to tell lies, but you can still make your point clear. That's what I'm saying. I am approaching Old Depot Junction. It's better than say I am at Old Depot Junction. You have committed a sin. And everybody is a victim of sin in one way or the other. Telling lies, changing figures, and all that to make money is, is, is the deceit of the enemy. The devil will tell you you can't live without it. But I want to announce to you that you can do without it. You can do without it. That money, if it doesn't enter your hand today, you can do without it. In the mighty name of Jesus. And so all we have been talking about all this week is talking about how ungodliness blocks, blocks our way to bring about death, bring about sorrow, if you look at that, the first thing that God pronounced upon Eve was sorrow. And if a woman has sorrow, you can imagine what the man has. If a woman has sorrow, you can imagine the man already has sorrow enough. So it double sorrow for man. So, and all that and all that. But the bottom line of what I'm going to say and summarize at the end of this, of, of this, this, this little time I have, is that it's your decision that takes you, that makes you a sinner. 
Or it's your decision that makes you to sin. Your decision. So let's carefully weigh our decision per time in the mighty name of Jesus. And that will help us in the name of Jesus. So what does sin does, as we have heard in the first service, number one, what ungodliness does? It blocks herself to supernatural breakthrough. It blocks herself to supernatural breakthrough. And the foundation of supernatural breakthrough is access to revelation. Anytime you are denied access to revelation, you are denied supernatural breakthrough. Because access to revelation gave you, give you direction. In Proverbs 1 verse 23, Turn ye at my, at my reproof. Behold, I will pour out my spirit unto you. I will make known my words unto you. If the voice of God is becomes some head, then man becomes stagnated in the mighty name of Jesus. What else does, 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 does it do? It destroys destiny. It destroys destiny. And the trait of, 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 um, the, the trait of ungodliness, the major trait of ungodliness is pride. Is pride. The Bible says in Proverbs 16 verse 18, pride goeth before destruction and the haughty spirit a man uh, uh, before, before uh, a haughty spirit before a fall. And you look at that Daniel 3 verse Daniel 4 verse 3 30 to 31. You look at Nebuchadnezzar there. And the, the big thing and the big thing about Nebuchadnezzar, the four came as a result of pride. Not only pride, he thinks he was the only one. How can only you build, not even we? That talks about leadership. Many people make, make that mistake all over the world. Never you make sure if you are working in a team and say, I, it is we. My government. Who gave you government? Who gave me government. My government. Say my government. Our government. You, as a leader, you don't have... That is a statement you must run away from. Anytime you say, I built it. I, my government. You are already dividing the house. A sensitive man in that, in that team will be told with his contribution. And that is what happened. As he was saying it, God came down. The same thing happened to Herod in Acts 12, verse 21 to 24. Pride. Pride. Run away from pride if you must go up in the name, mighty name of Jesus. What else does it do? Untimely death. Untimely death. Of course, I suggest the Lord uh, in Jeremiah 17, verse 20 to, um, to 11. God says, suggest the heart. I try the runes even to give every man according to his ways and according to the fruit of his dreams. As the partridge seated on eggs. The partridge, I try to look at what is a partridge. What, 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 I don't know, how do you pronounce that? English students, I didn't have one in the choir there. What is it, what is it called? Part, partridge. Part, petridge. Okay, whatever it is. Can you flag that? Verse 11, 17 verse 11. So I look at what that bed is. It's a very corny bed. Very corny bed. And the bed is a bed that eats, 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 eats eggs. So what does it go? What does it do? When he will go and gather other bed, beds of other, of, 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 uh, eggs of other beds. And begins to uh, keep them 
and eat them. So what is the implication of that? The implication of that, the Bible has told us clearly that a man that is greedy, a man that is greedy will not live to enjoy this garden. All the garden where we are gardening, please let's be aware of the worldly things. It is good to have money. It is good to have money. But money for what? Money for what? You dress nice and so what? You have a good car and so what? Are you sure you are going to make heaven? All these things will waste. You are not going to carry anything from here. So be careful on, the, on your pursuit for money. It cannot take you anywhere. No matter how, how rich you are, you are going to die. It's not the devil that says man will die. It is God that says man will die. It's not the devil. The death that God talked about when sin came, it was a spiritual death. Much more important. But if you die spiritually, you are sure you are going to die physically. And you may die before your time. Let's be, let be apply caution. Because the pursuit of, somebody said, you don't have the opportunity. I have had the opportunity before. Had the opportunity before. Maybe I didn't do, I was not too perfect. But I was not very rude in, my, in the opportunity. And I pray God will give me the, the, the opportunity again. And I'm going to be very prudent with, with, with the way you manage resources that comes your way. Don't just go out for money. Money can't make you. I beg you in the name of God. If money can't make you, money can't make you. Go and find out from those who have gotten money. Many of them waste the money in, 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 in sickness. They make the, the, their children uh, uh, wayward and all manner of things. But being godly will give you assurance that things will work for you. That things will work for you in the mighty name of Jesus. And quickly, right now, what do we do with the forces of, of godliness? How do we do with the forces of godliness? In one minute, we must engage in purging our spirit. Talking about purging our spirit. Purge ourselves with the blood. Purge ourselves with the blood. If you have not read a book called The Blood Triumph, go and read it. Then the name of Jesus. The name of Jesus. He said the name, his name has he exalted above every other name. The name is a strong tower. The righteous run into it and they are saved. Please, let's do, what they do, do your part and let God do what you count. Do your part and let God do what you count. And lastly, we must strive to mortify the deed of the flesh. And the Bible said in Colossians, forbearing one another, forgiving one another, if any man have quarrel against. And this is very much in our place. What does unforgiveness do? What does unforgiveness do? In 30 seconds, come. What does unforgiveness do? I've done it here before. You are moving this direction. I am moving this direction. We hook ourselves. What does unforgiveness do? For that quarrel, what does unforgiveness do? You are not going. I am not going. Does it worth it? What does unforgiveness do? That quarrel is not enough for you to be stagnated. That, that sin, is, that, that offense is not enough for you not to be, to be stagnated. That your mother-in-law is the is, is reason you can forgive her. You have already married the man. Let the, let, let, let the woman go. Let the woman go. Unforgiveness in the mighty name of Jesus. It will stagnate you. You are not going. I am not going. May God give you understanding in the mighty name of Jesus.
for listening to Champion Circle Podcast. If this message has blessed you and you would like more information about Champion Circle, please visit us at championcircleblogspot.com. Make sure to subscribe, follow, review, comment, listen, download, and share Champion Circle Podcast. We we'll leave you with this word from Act 2032. Now I entrust you to God, whose gracious truth is transformational and able to rebuild your character to be like Christ and give you the promised inheritance of eternal life, joining all those who are fully healed. See, See you, you next time. time.